0: 90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. Well,
1: look at that. We're back. New year, same people. All good. <laughs> Kel, Adam, how are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Sharon.
0: Nice to see you again.
1: Nice to be seen. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got a lot to tackle uh, in 2022, and following the loss of Betty White, we've got some Golden Girls fun facts. Um, we're going to get into uh, well, we'll hear from one of the ultimate icons, not only of uh, just the 90s, but we'll tell you uh, which one of these icons didn't consider herself a girly girl. We've got uh, Kelly's trivia to get to, a 90s rewind that'll take us right back. But also, we lost one of the ultimate father figures from the 90s, so let's start there. Bob Seger, Bob Seger. No, he's alive and well. <laughs> Bob Saget, however, was found in his hotel room in Orlando, uh, just about a week and a half ago. No foul play detected, but there will still be an autopsy and all kinds of tributes coming through for Bob Saget. No question about that. Kelly, you've read some. Adam, you've read some of those too, eh? Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah, um, it was so
2: shocking when I just got that alert like on my phone, I think it was, that, or my watch, one of them, that was like, you know, Bob Saget dead at 65. And I was like, what? Like, you know, so early yeah. already into 2022. And we, of course, lost our girl Betty White, you know, 17 days before her 100th birthday. <sighs> so I'm Crazy. hoping there's not a third on the way as we usually talk about threes.
1: Well, if we have to be... Uh... Uh, nitpicky, at least with Betty White, it was 2021. So maybe Bob Saget is the first. But then there was Sidney Poitier. So oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe that is the three. I guess
2: we got our third. Yeah. But it's so yes. like, it's everything I've read, though, like the underlying theme, because I've read, you know, tons of articles about Bob Saget because he's in every, you know, he's been in every, you know, people magazine, like whatever website, Us Weekly, whatever you go to, um, you know, uh, Hollywood Reporter, like it's all stories about him. And the pervasive thought is that he was just the sweetest man, like the sweetest human and super kind to like all of his colleagues and friends and family and fans. and
1: The kind of guy you want to work with is what it sounds like. And John Stamos, yeah. the uh, uncle Jesse to, uh, to his Danny on full house, the brother-in-law who, you know, I think as time went on and throughout the show and there was many seasons of full house, uh, they went on to kind of be like brothers. like best friends. And what uh, John Stamos posted to social media um was a, a heartfelt tribute that uh that uh, he'll miss his his uh, his buddy like he's shocked by it and i think that that sudden death comes um uh, you know renders people a little bit uh in a floundering way for a long time after so um No surprise that John Stamos would, uh, would be broken down. He said he was broken, gutted, in complete and utter shock. I will never, ever have another friend like him. I love you so much, Bobby. So that's, uh, that's, that's from John Stamos. I mean, the list is long. If you saw Jimmy Kimmel on his show, uh, the day after the news got to us, you would see the, uh, like Jimmy Kimmel has no problem, uh, showing his emotion, which is great. Mm. Um, but he was basically crying through his tribute to him, saying he concluding that he had something funny to say about everything and nothing bad to say about anyone. So the kind of guy you want to be with in yeah. any situation.
2: I also thought Jody Sweeten, who played Stephanie, his daughter um, on Full House, had a great statement too that she put out, basically using her, uh, you know catchphrase from the show, like how rude that he passed away before his time. And that she would say an inappropriate joke at his funeral, um, which I think he would, uh, you know, of course, appreciate. And and then Candace Cameron echoed saying, like, you know, Jody said uh, it the best way. I just didn't have the words for it. So I thought that was kind of interesting.
1: It's tough. I I get the concept of not having the words to express your feelings about something shocking like that. It's it's tough. Mm -hmm. And I think the people have that understanding, too, that, you know, maybe I don't have words now, but. As time moves on, we'll get there. You know what else? Until found such interesting? time, people are, are giving great tributes to, to this guy who I won't say lived a double life because he didn't. He was a very funny comedian. Uh, the contrast to his, uh, comedy, um, from the, uh, you know, cable knit sweater wearing father figure <laughs> from Full House to the very, uh, dirty <laughs> comedy that, uh, that he could lace into. Uh, Blue, I think it's called. (laughs) He, uh, he was the, um, the host of the, uh, the ultimate nasty show at the Just for Laughs festival here in Montreal. This is a festival that, yes, it's ours in Montreal. We are proud of it. We hold it close to our hearts, but it's world-renowned. This is where comedians come and get to strut their stuff, and not just for the fans, but they get to strut their stuff for uh, industry pros and people that are casting shows and things like that. So it's a really great uh, collective of very funny people, and The Nasty Show is a very big draw because it's very funny and and it's kind of okay to to go to a, a show like that and laugh at like really <laughs> off-color <laughs> jokes. Um, and Bob Saget was uh, the host of the, uh, the uh, gala that was like the Nasty Show gala. The first time they ever did that, it was called Triple X. And that's what? a few years. That's how, I think it's about 10 years ago that he did, did that. So uh, his reach is uh, is far and wide, and uh, he'll be missed. And like I said, there will be an autopsy. Uh, so uh, this this news will continue to be news uh, for the next few weeks, mm-hmm. for sure.
2: My last thought on the situation, just with regards to the Full House cast, is I think there's many casts that we've heard of in the past that are, that are close or that members of the cast were close, or not. You know, it could go either way. But since this tragedy has happened... I don't think I ever realized just how tight-knit all of them are. Like, I knew they were tight, but they're super tight. And that's really amazing to see because it makes your little 90s self kid in you feel like, okay, what I experienced as a kid watching that show was legit real.
1: It's completely validating, for Mm -hmm. sure. And it's neat, too, because I think that style of uh, sitcom is not so common now. The like I think the the Connors is, is something similar to the way Roseanne was back in the day, but I don't know if if the perception of of that kind of show is uh, is not as is maybe too old school or what. But it worked, yeah. you know. Like you, your expectations were met and not criticized. So
0: I'll have uh, to watch it. I haven't seen it. It was very good. And like I, it's, I, com- it's on Netflix, so I'm good. Yeah, so I should I should get on this tonight. It's good
1: old uh, family uh, family viewing. By the nice. time we
2: reconvene next week, Adam, we expect all of the seasons and episodes to have been watched, and we, oh, we expect you in a you.
0: sweater. I'll yeah. start with the pilot, then we can move on from there.
2: <laughs> yeah, good idea. I want to see if go. Adam turns into Bob Saget by next uh, week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: I think he'd look nice in a like a crewneck sweater.
0: I'll have to uh, convince the other half to um, yeah. Get on Full House. We're really we're we're binge watching Thirty Rock at the moment, which okay. is on in the, the '90s, but still, uh, we're almost done. So maybe we we can finish that and go straight into Full House.
1: Did you guys watch? Uh, if we can continue to contribute to the now part of uh, '90s now, did you guys watch Ted Lasso? Did we talk about that?
2: We've talked I did about not it. Watch I've it. watched a couple of interviews, but I have uh, sorry episodes, but not the full schmozzle.
1: And Adam, you said no. No, it's very good. Okay. Like really good. Okay. It's <laughs> it's hard to convey, you know. It's just positive. And I mean within the positive there are challenges and and uh, you know regular stuff, but the the premise of the show is amazing. The episodes are like 35 minutes, so it's a quick
0: nice.
1: You can get a few in in an evening kind of thing. And there's two seasons and the third season hasn't started filming and it's supposed to start in the spring of 2022, so that'll be good but it's really good
2: some late breaking news and maybe sharon has seen this i only saw this as a quick kind of headline so i haven't investigated but i've i've heard that jennifer aniston's the morning show has been renewed for season three
1: Oh good, I hadn't seen
2: that. So, I'm saying that allegedly right now, but I'm about 90% sure that the headline I saw was accurate. So, I, Adam can actually probably confirm that. Or,
1: uh, I like how you're only uh, there's only one air quote. It's really cold in Montreal it at is. this time. <laughs> so, I know that you're maybe sitting on your other hand yeah. and only air quoting with one.
0: Well, uh, people.com <laughs> is confirming that um it's okay. coming back for a season 3. So, I The guess. people have confirmed it
2: let's yep. have a let's have a quick discussion about the negative temperatures in Montreal so my better half <laughs> is is um she's like four inches shorter than I am and a good 15 to 20 pounds lighter than I am and she is always warm like she is always like if you t- you know if you touch your hand like it's always warm like you know I however am always borderline rigor mortis. No matter oh what time of the year, and it is especially worse in the winter. So we go for a walk last night with the doggies, and it was pretty cold. You know, it was minus twenty something, whatever it was. And Adam, can you do that in Fahrenheit for us for the our friends in the south? Um, yeah. So, anyways, I mentioned it's below her zero. I think heading. <laughs> Sorry, Sharon.
0: It's it's below zero for yeah, sure. exactly. And minus twenty Celsius is minus four Fahrenheit. Okay. Ooh. Brutal.
2: So I mentioned to her as we're heading out with the dogs, who, by the way, are both huskies, and so they can also handle cold weather shenanigans. I said to her, I says, Elaine. (laughs) (laughs) I says, Elaine. I says, Elaine, we cannot go for too long because even though I have two pairs of mitts on, I'm probably in trouble. Like, and I could already feel, like, the tips of my thumbs, like, Mm -hmm. going numb. So anyway, she's like, I was thinking at least 40 minutes. I'm like, half that, (laughs) sister. Uh, So anyways, we head out. And then I have a dog. She has a dog. And then she's like, you know, I really don't like that we're shortchanging the girls <laughs> on the walk. <laughs> I'm like, I think they'll understand that mummy cannot handle it right now. So mm-hmm. we compromised on about, I think, 25, 30 minutes. Um, and wow. I did survive. But honestly, like, I could not feel the tips of both fingers. Uh, it took a good 5, 10 minutes for them to reacclimate to heat. Yeah.
1: Well, it's interesting. The uh, It's so cliche to talk about weather, but how can you not? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like... Yeah. I was outside a couple of times today because we too have dogs, and I feel like I heard my skin crackling. Do yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like we were maybe out for eight minutes or something. We're like, let's go. <laughs> You're like, this isn't fun for anybody. And then they're tiptoeing because their paws are like freezing to the ground. And yeah, they don't want to be
0: out either. Nobody don't. wants to be out. No, yeah. but
1: I don't want anything. You know, pooping on the ground, or and mm-hmm. not that they would. My, you know, but you gotta. That's where they get their relief. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> are you ready for trivia? Uh, are we ever really ready for trivia?
0: <laughs> no, but let's do it 90s <laughs> now. Trivia, bing bong. Bing, bong. bing bong.
2: So, the flashy cards are back uh, for oh, this uh, post you know holiday season <laughs> extravaganza. Um, we will start with the theme card of hobbies, toys, and games. Again, keep it above board, people. <laughs> so, The Viewmaster celebrated its 60th anniversary in which year?
0: Hmm. The what celebrated the, the 60th? The Viewmaster.
2: A- Sharon. Go, Sharon.
1: 1999. You got it. Bravo. Boom. Grazie. Did you have a clue or it was a supreme guess? Uh, I could take about seven steps and return with a ViewMaster in my hand. Really? Okay. Yeah, uh, and it would have a, a reel of uh, partridge family stills on it. <laughs> this would be an artifact from the seventies. Um, but I sort of figured if it was uh, if it celebrated an anniversary in the nineties, I'm trying to think like. In the 30s, what was going on, you know, world wars and all. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so 39 seemed the safest, even though isn't that when World War II started?
2: It was, yes.
1: Well, we needed
0: something to do.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Strate-
0: Here's the Viewmaster. Look at planning. happy times. I had no idea it was called a Viewmaster. <laughs> it's pretty I awesome. I had to Google it. I know what it is. I had one, but... You had hmm. one, too? I had one, too. I had, one, had two. one of these. Really? Well, I don't know if it was the exact same version, but I had... No. Something like it.
2: Um, oh, well, I, the more you know.
0: It was called a VCR. <laughs> Adam's
1: younger than we are.
2: Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, question number two. This is in sport. Uh, in which sport <laughs> did George Hackle win three Winter Olympic golds in the 90s?
1: Olympic golds. Yeah. George Hackle. Hackle. Winter Olympics, you say? Winter. Would you like me to spell his last name? I'm buying time by uh, slowly repeating every word of your (laughs) question. Olympics in the winter, you say?
2: (laughs) Hence Winter Olympics. (laughs) Ah, yes. Um, Three golds in the 90s. Adam. Go, Adam. Do it.
0: Skiing, like the the slalom one.
2: Uh, That's a good guess, but no, Sharon. That's a very
1: good guess. I'm going to go with bobsled. Bobsled. Ooh, so close. Was it Ooh. skeleton? It was luge. It was luge. Oh. That was really my first one, and I went, nah, that's too fancy.
2: And uh, well, Because you don't bobsled like by yourself. Up, because because I like to always update you on what the fancy card says, because as we know, they randomly have cool terminology. Uh, it goes, <laughs> in luge, comma, super cool, exclamation mark.
1: <laughs> wow. Literally. Cool. Literally cool. cool. You know what is one sport winter.
2: One sport I would definitely not do is luge. That's a death trap.
1: Yeah. Lusion. And skeleton. How about, um, luge, skeleton? are you in? Skeleton, yeah. yeah. Well, that sort of indicates the end, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this is how it could end for you. You're a skeleton. And the skeleton is the one where you're uh, alone or you're with someone and you're just on a sled. Right, you're both lying down. Both skeleton, no
0: skeleton, you're by yourself, and I think skeleton, you're going head first. Head first. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, there's that's, a real solid chance. That's, that's not a gonna solid end well.
2: death wish. You know what I mean? Head first, solid yeah. death wish. Well, there luge was, uh... is where you you guide it with your 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 toesies, right? Your feetsies?
0: Like you're just yeah. kind of. <laughs> but do you for... remember at the 2010 Vancouver Olympics,
2: just oh, before the Olympics
0: started, uh, um, it was a luge athlete that passed away. Yeah, you're a, right. A, a, an accident right at the end of the uh, right at the end of the um, yeah of the, the and the, they're the circuit. pretty
1: spectacular ends when it when there is a crash like that like yeah. you're totally holding your breath to make sure there's yeah. movement at the end. That's yeah. scary, man. Yeah. I'm
2: glad though that we had this conversation because it's only a few weeks away the Winter Olympics. So now I'm like super excited to watch luge. If there was one positive thing
1: to come out of uh, the pandemic over the past almost two years, uh, I have two things. A: The traffic has been really good. Yeah. Usually anytime. <laughs> and B: We get two Olympics. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we just did the summers and now that's we're right. going into the winters. That's we don't right. have to wait. <laughs> it's true. Searching for <laughs> positives. <laughs> um what is your favorite winter Olympic sport?
2: Uh that's a good question. Uh, being Thank a good you. Canadian, I have to say that I really do enjoy and love supporting uh, women's Olympic hockey. Oh, Same.
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. And I love that the men also support them like bananas, like the men's hockey team. Yeah. Like it's like the thing. So I would go with that. And then I also really like watching um, moguls and yep. the aerials with the skiing. Yep.
1: Yep. I'm, I'm 100% the, yeah, snow- with you. Snowboard with the fanciness. Oh, yeah. yeah. In, yeah. The, in the cylinder. I don't know what it's called.
2: You know what scares but me a lot, it's though? A, it's also, a half pipe. Yes, oh, thank yeah. you. You know what scares me a lot is the um, the Olympic slalom when they're going like banana town fast. Because I always feel like one of those gates is going to rip their groin out <laughs> if they miss their shot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they would.
2: <laughs> and sometimes they have like horrific knee injuries, right? Because they go off balance and then they crash into those gates. Like it's unpretty, and then I think they also get snow rash because they're in those little itsy bitsy racer suits. So I feel like if you're sliding along the ice and the snow, carpet uh, burn. Don't you think
1: they have long johns on?
2: No, because it's super thin. You have to be fast. You have to be aerodynamic. What about warmth? I don't think th- I don't think that matters. Like I think you got to suck it up. <laughs> That's why I'm not a winter Olympian.
1: <laughs> That's one of the many reasons why I'm not a winter Olympian. I, need, I I would require warmth. It's up there on the list. Where's the hot chocolate?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel that's not on the training regimen. It might be a bit too again mm. caloric. If, if
1: I were a winter Olympian, yeah, I would be warm with a cup of cocoa.
2: <laughs> that's also why I laugh, by the way, when you see winter Olympians or, what, or any Olympians, but when they have like a food endorsement. Um, I mean, if it's healthy, great, but when it's like, this is like, you know, six kinds of chocolate dessert, I'm like, you're not eating that, ever. Like, you're not eating that. Maybe after I win. liar. But.
0: Well, there was ah, this well. uh, Quebec driver, uh, not driver, diver, who was sponsored for McDonald's for the longest time. Really? Wow. Yep. Alexandre Despetis, he's, he's won a few medals. Oh, wow. And uh, for years, he was sponsored by McDonald's. And everybody so kept bringing up how it doesn't make sense. But. It you doesn't, know,
1: but wasn't that at the time where they were really emphasizing the healthy part of the maybe. menu, like with the salads and maybe. the
2: wraps?
0: Maybe.
1: I don't know, man.
2: By the way, have you tried the Tim Beebs? I have. Yes. I think they're a- amazing, but like my yeah. brother said, like you were going
1: to say adorable. No, they're adorable. <laughs>
2: and um, I actually really love them, but my brother thinks they're like, he's like, man. And then I like, talked to my niece. She's like, I don't like them. I'm like, are you just being controversial? You know, as a 13-year-old. <laughs> Because I think they're pretty good.
1: Yeah, they are pretty good. I, th- I think the whole campaign that goes along with Justin Bieber teaming up with uh, Tim Hortons I think is cute because he's he's all in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and you know they're actually they actually taste pretty good.
2: Do you think that they- he'd want to sponsor our show?
1: <laughs> I don't see why not. Bieber himself,
2: yeah. Bieber and or Tim Hortons.
1: So. <laughs> he'd be like,
2: how about you just
0: change the name to Bieber now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He was, okay. born in, he was born in 94 like little Adam. So. Yes. Ooh, you two could be
0: friends. Di- we were born two days apart. That's right. Wow. Yep. Maybe you already are friends. <laughs> this close. <Yeah. laughs>
1: uh, how about this? You know why I, th- I think we've made her wait long enough, Adam? Uh, I'm pretty sure that Kelly's chomping at the bit to get to this next story about a uh, not-so-girly-girl diva. And because it's the start of a new year of 90s now... Technically, it's just a New Year 90s now is ongoing in season 10. Uh, it wouldn't be complete without a reference to Janet Jackson. <laughs>
2: Kel, take it away.
1: <laughs> so, What's she, happening?
2: She has just done a new uh, photo spread, if you will, with Allure magazine. And uh, she has some great new photos in there and an interview talking about um, many things, including her style as she was growing up and how she loved wearing like the color black and kind of covering herself up. Uh, because she felt the most comfortable that way and then taking that chance back in ninety three to like bear all basically, especially with that Rolling Stone cover where her husband mm-hmm. at the time, Renee, had his hands across her cleavage, if you will. Um and so his just cups like runeth over. <laughs> and uh, just some great, like, sort of updated stuff on how she's doing in life right now and, and getting ready. And like the documentary comes out at the end of this month. And uh, that's on A&E and Lifetime. And then I'm assuming it won't be too much longer after that doc drops that we get a single and or news on when the Black Diamond album will be coming out.
1: Very cool. I like that she said, um, uh, in contrast to the way it used to be, that women get to be comfortable in their skin, in their size, and being full-figured now. She says she loves that, as opposed to back in the day when you always had to be thin, always look a certain way, and uh, now it's all accepted And it's all beautiful, and she absolutely loves that.
2: Yeah, she's a rock star. And uh, I cannot wait. Like, I love this new style she's got going on because she has, like, these blue braids. And, like, she shaved part of her head. Like, she's totally, like, as she usually does when she comes out with new projects, she is, like, funky and cool and usually ahead of the curve. So.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, she looks amazing.
2: She's Janet. Mm -hmm. Just
1: Janet. Miss Jackson, if you're (laughs) nasty. It's okay to reference the eighties. I'm
2: nineties now, isn't it? <laughs> is it too early to tell you that I've already like um, made several reminder notes to make sure that I PVR the big documentary event? <laughs> so,
1: have you not set the PVR yet, or is well, there just think no I date c- set? I
2: don't think I can go that far in advance because it's still like three weeks away. Can you?
1: Oh, you totally can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really?
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Search for the show if it's in there, which it should be if it's happening in three weeks.
2: Yeah.
1: It should be there to uh, to set
2: up, bro. All right. Okay. So make sure that both of you do not call me that night. Thank you. Actually, okay. we're gonna I'm going nice. to call you
1: five times that <laughs> yeah, night. What are you Yeah, she's going to
2: start FaceTiming me. Hey, what are you
1: doing? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Click. Uh,
1: so Kelly mentioned at the start of the show that we're coming up on what would have been Betty White's 100th birthday. And if anybody was going to get there, it was her.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: and like we said, she was one of the casualties of 2021. The tributes will always go on for the legendary Betty White. Uh, but here's a fun fact for you from uh, Golden Girls History that she and B. Arthur didn't get along so well, <laughs> or that B. Arthur didn't get along with her, or maybe even more than that. Uh, Betty White said, B. was not fond of me. Uh, I don't know what I ever did, but she was not that thrilled with me. But I loved B. Uh, but-, but B. Arthur's son in uh, later years sort of went to point out that it might have just been a difference in how they their style of of acting in that you know they I think B Arthur was more theater driven mm-hmm. and Betty White was just friendly and fun loving so if they they did a take and they cut the scene and then there was some time Betty White would go into the audience and introduce herself and meet people and just welcome the crowd which is really very nice and what you would do for the watching the the taping of a of a sitcom which isn't always fun especially if they're doing like okay we're gonna do another take we're gonna do another one let's do another one it's sort of like ha ha ha, ha. you know i can't generate this fake laugh much more but anyways um uh, i thought it was kind that b arthur's son was really honest about it saying it was more about his mum being a little bit firmer with her own approach than than betty white was with hers but that she didn't dislike her
2: and In then fact. they said that they drove each other to work for a while. So I
1: Can you imagine? <laughs> you got to <being>, get along.
2: <laughs> can you imagine being at a stoplight looking over and there's Betty White and Bea Arthur <laughs> having a cat fight <laughs> at the light?
1: <laughs> I like that um that also that they got to do a special live performance of the Golden Girls for the Queen. Yep. I like that. That was a really fun fact. Um and just that, you know what? It's fun to look back on the Golden Girls and the, the comedy. the The writing of that show was sharp, uh, and the women that uh, that were the four favorites for ever now uh, were able to deliver the lines in the best possible way. So we're lucky that we had that. That's yeah, for sure.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what else did we uh, want to cover here? Where's my sheet? Where's my papers?
0: Oh, it's wait, right in front papers. of you.
1: Oh, yeah, it's a screen. Hold on. Yep. We're gonna do a 90s rewind. You ready for that? Ready. Let's do it. <laughs> 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 hey, wasn't that a line from a song in the 90s? Boo. <laughs> go, go, leave. us in the heart. and delight. Yeah. Who didn't
2: respond to my communiques? Back to they you. They never Sharon. will.
1: <laughs> Damn it. Um, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, I have, uh, what's interesting is that looking back at the top 40 from around this time in 1993, why not pick a solid year like 1993, I can tell you that Mary J. Blige was in the top 10 with Real Love.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Aw, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rex, in effect, we're, uh, we're, uh, you know, telling us what to do with Rump Shaker. <laughs> Uh, I can tell you also that we first started hearing Duran Duran's Ordinary World around this time mm. in 1993. Such that a was great like, song. Really, the intro of the song happened at the beginning of 1993, so that's kind of cool. Uh, and such a great example of, uh, you know, breaking through uh, the punchlines of, uh, you know, being trying to be pigeonholed as an 80s band. Duran Duran are still touring, still making music, and we are very lucky to have them. Uh, Canada was re- uh, being represented by snow Aww. in
0: 1993,
1: mm. which is not, uh, that different from the temperatures that we have now. It's freezing. Get it? See what I did there? Snow. Big circle, the- <laughs> I'm more talking about the hip hop <laughs> from our East Coast, who was, uh, he sounded more like he was from the Caribbean coast. Uh, and also making us all wonder what, uh, licky boom boom down meant.
2: I still don't know. I can't say that I
1: do either. Okay. What time is mm. it? Slicky boom, boom, down. what? <laughs> I think it meant the police were coming, and you'd better run for it. <laughs> uh, Informer was the song, and that would become his signature hit. And uh, while Whitney Houston topped the charts again with I Will Always Love You around this time in 1993, she was coming in hot with the introduction of I'm Every Woman. Oh, yeah. It was new on the, uh, on the horizon this week in 1993, and... uh that's your nine is rewind. Thank Sharon, you. Sharon,
2: before you wrap up the show, uh, Adam, and I think can you I think it's we're coming up on the 10 year anniversary of her passing, right? Was it it was 2012, was it not?
1: Yeah, February, yeah. That's crazy. I can tell you exactly where I was. Where were you, Sharon? I was at a table at a restaurant called Saloon in Montreal. Delicious. Um but it was my first, you know that uh, that I'm in this weird game with my cousin and my sister. Uh, it's uh, it's called The Death Text. And so whoever, you find out the person has died, and you have to be the first person to oh. text it. And uh, that was my introduction to that game. I was at dinner with friends, and I got a text, and I just looked at my phone, and I'm like, uh, uh, wait, uh, like, all you do is text the person's name. So I'm like, I think mm. Whitney Houston's dead. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to do with it. And then the uh, news traveled through the table and we're all like, what, what, what? And then the wait, it was a, a restaurant in the gay village in Montreal. And the waiters at the restaurant are, like, gorgeous uh, and predominantly gay. So Whitney Houston would, I think, if we're, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, She's well, a gay I totally icon. can't remember the word. I'm like, Sorry? She's a gay icon. Thank you. I'm uh, stereotyping is the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh the word traveled through the the uh, staff too, and it was you could see everybody's the shock of it, and uh, and it still is kind of shocking that Whitney Houston's no longer here. Not only because we hear her original music on the radio still, but also that people are 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 using uh, using her songs, and we hear her voice, and it's strange that ten years has passed.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. yeah. Wah, wah.
1: Mm. There's a dark cloud. But you know what, you guys? <laughs> Time to go. Dark clouds and frigid temperatures. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, Kel. Thanks, Adam. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for coming back to listen to 90s Now. Still happening.